What's up, guys? You should be watching us every Sunday and Wednesday on our Twitch at twitch.tv slash daydreammedia. We'll make this one short and sweet. Ian, drop the beat. Welcome in to the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. I'm JJ. Got Ryan and Keone with me here. What up, y'all? Hey. That was a pretty nice rhyme, Ryan. You, you had I know, it right? off the top. Yeah, he... Yep, yep. You know, I was just making it. It's kind of, you know, I still got the same energy after that, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah. We pushed things right to the limit, you know? Yeah. You yep. got it. We need people ready to go whenever we're ready to go. <laughs> um, all right. How's your guys' uh, fantasy weeks? Good, bad? Mine was just all right. 50-50. I got a couple couple leagues going, coming down to the wire here. Yep. Yeah, so uh, chance to go undefeated this week. 7-0-2. Two games there are pretty tied up, but down to the wire. So I don't know if I'm going to win those. But I have no games where I think there are for sure losses. Yes. And uh, I dominate the leagues I need to dominate. And uh, this is the best part about having podcasts. Hey, Max, who's your daddy? Ah, <laughs> ah boy, you thought, you thought. Started off hot, but when you came down to the wire, boy, you couldn't clutch up. Give me that First week by the one seed, huh? In the division. No, sorry, no. Well, one seed in the division, yes. Yeah. So it was a two seed overall. Matt yeah, yeah. or, or Matt was really great this year. Yeah. All right. Uh let's talk about everyone's uh game of the week going into week 14, the Bills at the Chiefs. Hey, we did this it. Was, we got uh, one. I, yeah, yeah. We got <laughs> one. It was actually a pretty good one. It started off a little slow. Bills started hot, and but uh Chiefs came back and made this a game. Um. Yeah. What were some takeaways you guys had? Walk me through it. How'd you um, guys feel? Patrick oh, Mahomes is oh. is going to kill Don Kincaid, mm. and that's rough. Yeah. That's James. I, I, I do agree with you. James Cook is probably the first one we should talk about. But man, Don Kincaid is. Yeah. It's. It's just yeah, they're yeah. going to split a tight end. It's like all right, but he's back, and so it's just going to take away a lot of the, you know, the those targets that will go to Kincaid, but James cook, speaking of targets. Oh my goodness. James cook had great day. Fantastic day. You know, really showed his speed, his power, like his almost looking like old, like last year, Austin Eckler, like healthy Austin Eckler out there. Like he was fantastic. Um, yeah. Loved it. Loved to see it. Um, yeah. Both running backs. Straight week for him with either a receiving touchdown or 50 receiving yards. So, mm-hmm. Guy's been in passing game a lot since the firing of the OC. Yep. And then again, he's just, you know, kind of productive in the run. Not a super great runner, though. But yeah, his his dual playability makes him really, really good. And it, it uh you love to have it. Yeah. Um the Bills win this game, but I mean, other than by the um, Josh ooh, Allen and by a foot. By literally yeah. a foot. <laughs> yeah, true. Other than like, Josh Allen, James Cook, no one really produces for fantasy for you. Like, you yeah, 
It's, it would have been nice if like a Stefan Diggs had a better day, but yeah. you know, it wasn't just, it just not how it went. The, the chiefs defense is, is pretty good. Yeah. It's just their offense is equally kind of not as good. They're, they're wide receivers. I mean, Kadarius Tony just lining up offsides would have won them the game. You just line up in the correct position. Blatantly offside. And, yes. and that was a beautiful play too. That was a beautiful play. Travis Kelsey just the spontaneity. Oh mm. man, that was crazy. If Pacheco's out next week, what running back do you want more? McKinnon Ugh. or Clyde? Uh, that is a tough one. I think I'm going to choose McKinnon. Me too. Uh, I just, he's just a better red zone threat to me. He's just the more explosive. He is more explosive. He, he, yeah. He's going to get the tricky plays, mm-hmm. you know? Clyde, uh, with Pacheco out, Clyde's going to be the their running back, running back. He's going to get a couple of dump offs every once in a while. Um, but McKinnon's going to be a more gadget player, which is going to have a liar, higher probability to score on the Chiefs. And so I'll go with McKinnon. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hopefully Pacheco comes back though, because he was yeah. better than both these guys. Um I think Rasheed Rice looked pretty good. And he did fumble, which was a major, like a big killer on for, for the Chiefs as well. But he yeah. got in the end zone. So um he's I think good, he, man. he Yeah, just, he's ten targets. Um mm-hmm. he's, he's like I mean, at least uh, he's someone that Patrick Mahomes is going to. Yeah, and like he, he him three straight weeks with over fourteen fantasy points. So yeah. again, cooking at the right time. Patriots next week, but mm. you, you got to take a chance. I, this is also great for dynasty, in my opinion. Yeah, like he's now clearing the way for next season. We see the the second year breakout. Yep, because as when they clear their wide receiver room, they get rid of Tony. They get rid of well, yeah, Marquez yeah, gonna... Velga does Scanling. Yeah, they're gonna probably add like Mike Evans or something. But Ooh. That'd be interesting. They need somebody like him, like for real though. They need a clear top wide receiver one. Who can go who down will, the field. Yeah, who will yeah. catch the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Just at least someone who will line up in the right spot. Because yeah. that's where I think like even though they won the Super Bowl last year, this is where you're seeing the loss of Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Like MBS, they they really thought MBS could be that number one wide receiver. But we we kind of saw it in Green Bay where it's like, yeah. oh, this guy, you know. It's crazy the the difference that Juju actually made on this team, I feel like. Mm. like mm-hmm. Just having another number two wide receiver there helps. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else from this game? Um, I just think it's hilarious. Patrick Mahomes blaming the refs. Huge for sure. playoff implications. Too. It is. It was, It's very big because now the Bills are kind of back in it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like they're they have a chance now again, and then it gets a little bit more muddled at the top. Um, uh, and also a big win for the Ravens as well. And so yeah. it's like, oh, they were they could have easily, yeah. Oof. Um, but still, there's so the Ravens are still ahead, and then the Chiefs are now eight and five. So. Yeah, they're two games back from first place. And so it's I mean, they probably will get into playoffs. I can't I can't see a situation where they're not going to make playoffs because one, the division they're in and two. But then again, Denver, Denver's, you know, to give credit to Sean Payton, they he he's doing the thing that he is was paid to do. So but yeah, makes it way more muddled. All right, let's get into some news. Tough one, tough couple, uh, tough 
losses here. Um, mm. Texans wide receiver Nico Collins headed to the locker room in the first quarter with a calf injury and did not return. Yeah, I mean, this is a this is a shot to the to the the solar plexus to the gut. You know, I said last week he's going to be a guy who is a uh, a playoff a fantasy winner for you, and then he goes out early, and it's back to back weeks for me with guys leaving early in the game last week. It was Ramondre this week. It's Nico Collins. It's uh, it's just, it's tough. You know, these are, he could have, I think it made a huge difference in that game, you know, not having him as a threat. Like, I mean, granted uh, the Texans didn't really play that. I don't think they would have played that much better with him, but who knows? It was a huge, big, big, big loss. So, but maybe you pivot to Noah Brown. Um, he had no catches, but he had five targets, which is still a little bit concerning. Oh, I, but... I think we should wait until we get to the next piece Fair. of news before oh. we think about targets. That is also that is a very valid yeah. point. Things didn't get much better for the Texans as quarterback CJ Stroud left early with a concussion. Um, yeah, he's going to be in concussion protocol. And, and you know, if this offense doesn't have CJ Stroud, I'm not playing anyone in the offense. It's fair. So I'm um, no no Brown for me. Singletary's gone. Pierce is gone because that offense is explosive when CJ Stroud's on the field and Davis Mills is not that guy. So yeah. he is generic white guy quarterback. <laughs> you got a long neck though. Let me stand up <laughs> for him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Show it off, JJ. Show it off proud. <laughs> <laughs> me and Davis Mills, you know, we got something in common. Yes. <laughs> Uh yeah, I agree with Ryan. Like, um, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't even, I don't think he could play anyone if if CJ Stroud's not there. Mm. Rams wide receiver Tutu Atwell is being evaluated for concussion as well. Uh, wide receiver three there, not really fantasy relevant, but yeah. Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson left early with a chest injury. So uh, first week back off of the IR and already um, leaves early. Yep, took this a big, is, this, big hit. Yeah, this one, this one hurts the fantasy team, especially if you have been fighting along, just trying to wait for him to come back. In first week back, he's he's already injured again. You're gonna have to wait and you see. Know, and we've seen that happen a lot. It hurts. We saw it happen with eight chain, where it seemed like a couple plays he was out. You know, this one happens mm. here with Jefferson where he gets like two targets like the first, like, you know, I mean, it was it was two first targets, right? Yeah, they were all of Dobbs's yards basically he, for his completions. Yeah, two of three. Yeah. And both and both those completions uh, were to Jefferson. And it's like, oh, this is kind of what you want to see. And then he went out and it's like, oh, and then the that the team just deflated. Yeah. Nick Mullins replaced Josh Jobs at quarterback for the Vikings later in the game mm-hmm. uh that was a that was a tough game to watch yeah another not for of another when i had the vikings game. defense though yeah mm. sure you had the vikings defense pretty good huh there you go uh chargers quarterback justin herbert left early with a finger injury fractured finger on his throwing hand so um he could miss some time yeah it's they, on they his play on thursday night right uh yes. i think so Oof. Yes, they, okay, do. Well, they play the raiders probably missing that yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was rough. That was another really like rough game to see. And it was kind of like sad. Like this is a little bit of old man yelling at cloud or like back in my day, 
it was really nice to see Philip Rivers and Antonio Gates and LT. And it's like, it's not the same franchise. It like really is not. I don't know. Yeah, at least they used to lose in the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) I got a question for you. Yeah. Okay, I have Keenan Allen. Mm Mm-hmm. Would you play DJ Moore over Keenan Allen until Herbert's get back? If DJ Moore is one I can feel comfortable playing, if you were to choose somebody to replace Keenan Allen, I will say that. Yeah. Um, I don't want to DJ Moore because it's kind of bragging at that point, you know. Against <laughs> Cleveland, that's tough. That's it is tough. tough. Cleveland is tough. DJ Moore against Cleveland or Keenan Allen against the Raiders. On a short week, though, with a backup quarterback, most likely. I mean, I mean, we'll see the extent of Justin Herbert's injury, but it's on his throwing hand. And yeah, yeah I don't I'm not counting Herbert as playing okay. this week. Abrag, pick one not to start. CD, St. Brown, Debo, DJ Moore, Keenan Allen. I think you are OK not playing Keenan Allen in that. Line. Yeah, like you're. Yes, you. Okay. <laughs> All right. And Raiders running back Josh Jacobs dealing with a knee injury. Mm. Ah, that's a tough one, too. Yep. This is starting running back. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to wait and see. That's a, that's who the Chargers play on Thursday. So short week there for him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That'll do it for the news. Let's move into some awards. This first award, uh, which two players would you switch if you could? This is the Freaky Friday Award. Sometimes I really wish I could be somebody else. Um, I have one that is probably incredibly unique to my particular circumstance. It is Desmond Ritter for Josh Dobbs. Mm. And I know it's really weird to probably say, oh, yeah, I just really wanted to play Desmond Ritter. Um, You know, red zone turnover machine. But he actually had a a competent day. I mean, he did turn like the ball or, you know, I think he had two fumbles and an interception. But he had um, like 340 something yards and a few touchdowns. So that's um, including, I think, one on the ground. Um, So he had like 20 plus fantasy points, probably a wide or a QB 10 on the week. Um, So and then Josh Dobbs, uh, just not uh, he I I don't know. He's either he's daydreaming about space being on the ISS. But that has me saying SOS because my goodness, (laughs) he got benched and it and rightfully so. I mean, I don't know if Justin Jefferson makes it will make that huge of a difference. And I mean, we didn't really get to see, but less than five fantasy points um, is not killer. It's just a a team killer, weak killer. Um, So, yeah, even though as weird as it is to say Desmond Ritter, I wish I had played instead of Josh Dobbs. Uh, For me, it's actually going to be, I wish I would have played Odell Beckham over Romeo Dobbs. Romeo Dobbs hasn't played yet. Odell, 97 yards and a touchdown. I love, I mean, Odell, I knew Odell was going to get offers to the Ravens. I wanted to play him and I. Wait, he's on the Ravens. Up. Huh? He's on, you said versus oh, the Ravens. Oh, sorry. Versus I, I, the Rams. I, I, sorry. Aha! Damn See? it. <laughs> it's harder than you think. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Um, what'd you guys get what I was saying? He went off versus the Rams. He had a dirty, dirty route where he juked both of those defenders. Um, and I, I just really wanted to play him. I thought he was going to be a great play, and I chickened out. And I pulled, I played Romeo Dobbs, and I shouldn't have done that. He had 10 targets. Only four receptions, but 10 targets is the volume I'm talking about. 
Uh, I should have played him. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, this week I was standing on business and I started Alexander Madison because I told y'all to start him. I fought Ryan to start him. And so I started him 10 carries, 66 yards. Uh, no one scores a touchdown in this game. So, you know, me predicting that he was going to get his first one on the ground didn't happen. No one scores a touchdown. I should have started Zay Flowers instead, though, um, who had six receptions, scored a touchdowns, got the octopus, scored that two point conversion as well. Um, yeah, just a much better day from from Zay Flowers going called? against the Rams. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's yeah, the it's octopus because eight octopus. points. He scored the touchdown and the two point conversion all in the same, all in once, you know. Yep. Um, so yeah, should have started the the Ravens wide receiver instead mm. of um, playing Madison. I mean, to be fair, okay, Madison. Yeah, Madison. I think looked good until I think he got like injured he, he at did, some point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, whew, say flowers made me scared this game. Like I'm like. Please score soon, and then he did. I know. Like, oh, okay, he was he. If we would have done, uh, I was looking good like for a while. Almost lost my cool award. That was Zay Flowers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he True. was dropping sure. everything. I was like, brother, please. You got to do something yes. better. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, yeah. oh, sorry. Go. <laughs> All right, our next award. Too, but I forgot. <laughs> Our next award, the most valuable player of the week. This is the MVP. Who do you think you are? I am. Um, okay. I I think while the easy answer and, you know, potentially the right answer, there's no, I mean, nothing against him per se, was probably Debo Samuel. But I'm going to go somebody else. I'm going to give some love to the tight end position. I'm going to go Evan Ingram. He He balled out and had a huge performance in week 14. Be the, he'll he'll be the top tight end, you know, tight end one on the week, over 30 fantasy points, second best game of his career in terms of fantasy, had 11 receptions, 95 yards and two touchdowns. That is just, you know, bravo. That is that is how you do it. It's his seventh year in the league. He, like he keeps showing us why he is out there and what why he is just one of the best tight ends in the league. Um, three weeks in a row now as a top 10 tight end back-to-back weeks with a top two performance at the position. Um, he has tough matchups versus the Ravens next, but, um, they kind of looked a little bit vulnerable against, against the Rams. You know, there was, there was some scoring done on, on them. Um, they still pulled it out, but still, um, so, you know, against Jacksonville with, um, Trevor, he, he played, so he toughed it out, but yeah, they're, uh, he's on fire right now and I expect him to, uh, keep, a keep burning up opponents through through these fantasy playoffs him losing them losing christian kirk really makes him the main guy in the middle of the field there and in that slot area Mm -hmm. for sure uh i will take the easy answer uh because it is diva samuel Mm. uh dominated two touchdowns um 149 yards uh, uh receiving just filthy um 150 total yards. Yeah, I was going to say 150. I was like, nah, I'll just leave that one one out. I said two touchdowns already. Yeah, the two uh, touchdowns. I'm just, I'm taking Debo for, for the MVP award as well. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they handed the ball off to him. He got one, one attempt for a touchdown. But that's because he literally caught the ball and 
powered his way down to the one yard line. And so they, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to hand the ball off to him and he's going to score on the ground. Um, just had a dominant, dominant performance. Um, so Debo Samuel is going to be my MVP. Yeah. The easy one, but you know, it's, you know, it's who wanted, true. yeah, who since wanted diverse... again, he has returned from injury, uh, seven touchdowns in four yep. games. That's wild. Just dominating. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, one time outside Arizona the top 20. Mm. So, and has Washington in the, in the fantasy championship. If you get, <laughs> please yeah. can I get there? You can get there. It's a nice one. Uh, That'll do it for our awards. Let's move on to the waiver wire. All right. First, is there anyone that people should be looking to roster, but they're above 50% so they don't qualify for the segment? I think there's a pretty obvious one. Yep. I think Ryan already mentioned him earlier. It's not so slow. Dell Beckham Jr. 50.8% 50.8% rostered. So just over the cusp. Um, but again, 10 targets in week 14, only caught four, but still had 97 yards and a touchdown. Um, Lamar is going to him and he looks good both in the middle of the field and in the deep ball. Like he is being used, whether he, you know, catches it on the deep route or if he burns people to make it a long play. Um, it's, he's definitely a major, major option in this offense. Um, and they face Jacksonville and then they face San Francisco, which that'll be a very interesting game. Um, two top teams kind of in their respective conferences. Um, that potentially could be a one. It would be a Super Bowl rematch from, I don't know, 10, a long time ago, but it could be a precursor. (laughs) Who knows? Could be a precursor to a future Super Bowl. Um, but I'm speculating there, but regardless, Debo, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., uh, really, yeah. If 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 you can get him, he's he can he's getting targets, and so that's what you want to see. And he's getting points, so very viable for fantasy. Uh, if you believe in the color scheme theory, I don't know if you saw that, but the the Super Bowl logo. Okay. Oh, or it's the two. T- it's the yeah, two yeah. It was the- purple, oh. purple and red this year. Oh, so San Francisco, Baltimore. That that leans towards that as well. Somebody's trying to Same. tell us the script. Somebody's trying to like the subtle. <laughs> yeah, I think we all have Odell here that just above that 50 percent roster uh, mm-hmm. getting targets on a very high, powerful offense um, at the moment. Um, so, yeah, Odell, definitely, definitely an ad. All right. So now let's get into our actual waiver wire lists. Who is someone 50% or less rostered that you would be adding this week? I kind of have a, for like one of my, I have a grab bag to a certain extent. And so like, I couldn't necessarily decide like which one of these guys to pick. Um, But I have a, like a trio, a trifecta of streaming quarterbacks that you may or may not feel comfortable picking up, but they're just, I think the top viable ones out there. And so it's a trio of Jake Browning, Joe Flacco, and I'll just throw Desmond Ritter out there. You know, he had a great game, but, and they all have like for different options. Um, Jake Browning is clearly, I think the, out of the three of these, he's playing the best right now. Um, Joe Flacco is a veteran on a, a good team. Like they're going to be in games, either because of their defense or or what have you. So he's going to be there. 
And then Desmond Ritter is coming off a hot week and he has the best matchups. I think he faces Carolina, then Indy, and then one other team that should be a good matchup. So all three are 30% or less rostered. Um, I think you can kind of pick and choose which one you want, which one, how you feel. I don't necessarily think there's, I mean, there might be a wrong one per se, but depending on how you feel, but I think all have the chance to be potentially viable streaming options if you need to go down that route. I don't mind the Jake Browning one, but AJ McCarron did come in because I think Jake Brown like hurt his thumb running or hurt his thumb or something. Here he hurt his so, finger, I think. He had he had a thumb just, issue. Just be on the lookout so, for that. That's all that's fair. That's fair. That's uh, true. That's a very good point. Uh for me, Zay Jones. Um by like twenty six percent rostered the last two games, twenty two targets. Uh with Christian Kirk out, like we said, Evan Ingram gets a bump. Zay Jones gets a bump. He's been out most of the year, but he's going to be important for the last few weeks. They're going to throw the ball. Uh, they have Baltimore, Tampa Bay, Carolina as the next three matchups. Games that, well, I think Carolina's not a good game, like not a good game, but the next two games are going to be hard, tough games that are against playoff teams. Can't believe I said Tampa Bay the playoff team, but against <laughs> playoff teams where they're going to have to be scoring points. Zay Jones has a, a like a chance to go off in both those games. Yeah. Tampa Bay, first in their division. Yeah, I know. God. Awful division. Uh, Zay Jones, I like that. I, he did not make my list, and that's a mistake on my part. He should have for sure been in my top three. I must have missed him. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy I'm going to give you, Antonio Gibson. Uh, Washington is coming off a bye, but don't forget Antonio Gibson is going to probably be the running back one there. Brian Robinson dealing with the injury. Um, yeah, Gibson's going to be the running back one, and he's the one getting passing down work pretty much all season long, you know, averaging around uh, four targets a game. Um, against the Rams, it's going to be a tough game, but um, yeah, if you if you need someone... And someone to replace Brian Robinson if you lost him, uh, Jelly Gibson. (laughs) I'll go uh, Isaiah Likely. He is 39.8% rostered, the tight end, now that Mark Andrews has been gone. Um, He had 13 targets, or yeah, he's been targeted 13 times over the past two weeks. Um, And then he had a big play for a touchdown in week 14, five catches for 83 yards. So um, even though there's it's kind of almost like San Francisco where there's a lot of guys you can go to in this Ravens offense. But I think each of them gets, does get peppered throughout the game. And any one of them has a chance to kind of end up with a touchdown. Um, so I think this offense is going to keep rolling and they're going to keep winning games. It's kind of a tough stretch of the season, but uh, he's going to be a valuable tight end potent like you know tight end's a tough position so if you're looking for a guy who has that big play chance every week i think isaiah likely is is up there um so yeah i think he can provide necessary fantasy value for you in a in an iffy position yeah i um, agree yeah yeah isaiah likely definitely an ad um definitely a guy you could go get it get at the tight end position if you've been streaming someone or you lost mark andrews or whatever um Isaiah Likely is going to help you th- through the playoffs. You know, the Jags gave you the tenth most fan, give up the tenth most fancy points to tight ends. That yeah. is their next matchup. So, yeah, good chance he goes off next week in a w- week one of the playoffs. 
Okay. Um, I'll, I'll give you another guy, um, uh, Demarcus Robinson mm. uh, for the Rams. You know, uh, this is going to be their wide receiver three. But he saw 10 targets against Baltimore, a team that they're gonna, they had to throw a lot against, um, scored a touchdown. I don't know if you can necessarily um, play him, but you can go ahead and go add Demarcus Robinson. I kind of have a borderline guy like where it's like, ah, you know, he's looked good, but he's still the RB2 on a team. It's, it's Chase Brown. Like we've been seeing, like he's popped up over the past few weeks. He's explosive. Um, yeah, he is very explosive, and he doesn't I don't get like enough do- work for. That's true. I don't so like him enough, but he's super explosive. That's yeah. why it's like my eye is on him for sure, and like he's he's been around ten touches in these past two weeks, which is like okay. Um, and Joe Mixon is doing is still doing very well. Like he's still that guy. But, you know, um, he had 11 touches in this week, 105 yards. I mean, a, a lot of it really came on um, the passing down work. I think he had 80 yards. Um, on that one play where he scored yeah. the touchdown, just but yes, yeah, so out of the cannon, just gone. You know, throwing it out there, throwing the name out there, kind of one of those maybe guys more maybe like if you have a, if you have a spot or, or what have you, get him, get him early as opposed to too late. Mm. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. Chase Brown would love to, for him to get more work for sure. Um, but definitely a guy to, uh, remember and keep in your mind. Maybe even for dynasty, who knows? Uh, another guy like that, probably not for dynasty, just a guy to keep in mind. Um, and we talked about Alexander. I talked about Alexander Madison. Keone mentioned that mm. he was banged up. Ty Chandler behind him. Uh, he's also less than 50% rostered. So, um, this offense has obviously really struggled only scoring three points on Sunday, but, uh, if you need someone desperately, uh, Ty Chandler, uh, it's going to get some work there. Mm-hmm. Uh, a tight end streamer. Why was Higby out? What happened to Higby? Cause I, I want to know. know, cause this Davis Allen guy had one drop, but he went four for five for 50 yards and a touchdown. And if he didn't have that drop, he probably gets another 15 yards on that play. I, he yeah, was kind of explosive. I'm not saying that I'm going to, well, he would be a dynasty play if this is a real guy, mm. but uh, against Washington, Rams offense can explode against them. Maybe if Higby's out, he's another guy you can play in a tight spot if you can't get likely. Um, So he's dealing with a next stinger. Ooh. Okay, yeah, so who knows how long that could last. Maybe he'll be back, maybe he won't be, but the guy looked good. Yeah, I do. I do feel bad for him because that like the drop that he had kind of led to the they would have kept that drive going. And who knows? Oh, it was a horrible it drop. It was a horrible yeah. drop. It yeah. was, was at bad. the worst time. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So he was dealing with that all week uh, and he was missing practice and stuff. So if he keep, continues to miss practice, that'll tell you something. Um, is there anyone you guys are dropping? Pat Fryer move. It's he came back really hot after the injury, you know, being on IR. And then these past two weeks, it's just been like, oh, you are really that's just disappointing, Um, especially with Mitch Trubisky. It's just they're not a viable like they're not moving the ball. And it's it was rough. Um, Yeah, it's just Pat Fryermuth is I don't think is a viable enough uh, tight end option, especially with, you know, others out there. Well, not to rub it in, but uh, Joshua Dobbs, it looks like his time might be done. 
Nick Mullins took over he for looked, him, and he did lead the game-winning drive. That was, he looked better. I'm that's me being as nice as possible for Nick Mullins. Yeah, I mean, he, looked better, he looked better than Josh Dobbs. Yeah, but, Josh Dobbs is, uh, looks like his, so, his time is done. Uh, yeah, yeah, so. I don't know. That that sucks. You know, at least for Josh Dobbs, he has other potentially bigger prospects. You know, in his career, in his yeah. life. <laughs> I mean, the man is an astronaut. For God's sakes. I'm producing anyone you are adding or dropping this week. I have a little bit of 4D chess right now. Um, at 20, what is it? The official number at 21.9% rostered in ESPN leagues. If you're in a keeper league specifically, Anthony Richardson, 4D chess. If we're talking about realistic ones, uh, I had Antonio Gibson. That was the one I was prepared to say, but you already said it. Especially he, since he's Brian Robinson. Not R, Darren Waller. Well, he will, he's sorry, he's coming off fire. But if, if for some reason someone dropped him, they weren't paying attention, or you don't have IR spots, or they were filled or something. Yeah. Darren Waller should be coming back maybe next week. Yeah, he's shooting for coming back next week. So we'll see how it goes. All right, that'll do it for the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember to tell your friends, like, subscribe, follow, wherever you guys are listening to this. Follow us on social media, FF Daydreamers on all that. Uh, website daydreamermedia.com and our twitch twitch.com slash daydreamermedia come hang out with us Sunday and Wednesday nights and stay dreaming stay dreaming, stay dreaming.